Welcome to the e-commerce marketing society podcast, a podcast for women who want to grow their online store or e-commerce brand by improving their marketing. I'm your host, Lisa Byrne, an e-commerce marketing coach for women with 20 years of marketing experience under my belt. I help women increase sales and decrease stress by helping them focus on the right things instead of doing all the things. As well as hearing from me, I gather my favorite women in e-commerce to share their stories of growth and expertise because we all know it takes a village to grow a successful business. Welcome to the society. Let's get focused and have some fun. Hello, welcome to a new episode of the e-commerce marketing society podcast. I'm Lisa Byrne. I'm a little bit husky today because I did have a girls weekend away on the weekend and you know what that comes with. That comes with too much talking, too much laughing and a little bit of, you know, squealing and yelling. (laughs) So I'm so glad you're with me today. If this is the first time that you've listened to the podcast, you're in for a treat because today we're talking to Anna Van Dyke, who is the owner of Lunchbox Mini and the founder of Crumbs Co. And she has been a client of mine on and off since 2019. So when I met her, her business was still in its infancy. And since then, it has just gone gangbusters. And it's all down to a few very simple strategies. The first being Anna absolutely leaning into knowing her customer, knowing their problems, and constantly helping them solve their current challenges. And we'll get into this in the episode, but Anna sells lunchboxes, drink bottles, all sorts of really fun accessories for mums who make school lunches. So Anna has been successful because she's always, always, always kept her customer right at the forefront of her mind and the content she creates. And she creates content for that person every single day mainly video content. And she has done this since day one. So the other part of her success has been video content. And when I say she has built a million dollar brand just on video, that is the honest truth. She has done Instagram lives, Facebook lives, reels, TikToks. Her Facebook ad campaigns are now based on that content that she creates. And obviously there's been other things in there like Another really big, big, important part of the piece has been email marketing. But when you look at other businesses that have grown as quickly as she has, there is probably about a million different marketing strategies that they're using. However, Anna, she has been intentional by focusing on her strengths and focusing on what works for her. And that is video, email, building a community online. And only in recent years has she added in meta ads, so Facebook and Instagram ads. So Anna's been on the podcast, this is her third or fourth time, I want to say, and she is always very generous in what she shares. So if you are struggling with inspiration around video and getting getting your face out there and or if you know sales are slow and you're thinking, you know, is success a possibility for me? Listen to this because it's going to give you a really big boost. And the other fun thing about Anna is that she started off selling other brands products. And then in recent years, in the past couple of years, she has created and launched her own product. So she's really fascinating woman to talk to, a wonderful client, and
and follow her on Instagram, Lunchbox Mini, for some seriously inspiring video content. Hey, Anna, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me again. Yes, lucky number three. You're the first person to be featured on the podcast three times and you definitely deserve it. Today, I I would love to get a big juicy update. Where is the business? You've done so much recently. Like you've always done so much. You've launched your own brand. You've continued to thrive on Reels and TikTok. You've continued to build your community. So why don't you give the listeners a little background as to how you started, who you are, and then we can talk about what's been happening lately. Sure. Okay. So we actually just celebrated our fifth birthday last month, which was a pretty epic milestone. Kind of seems like so long ago, but then not. But yes, how I got here. So I was a stay-at-home mum seven years, kind of put my whole life on hold. When my youngest started prep, wasn't really sure what I wanted to do. I really kind of wanted to still be around pickups and drop-offs, wanted to find the kind of ideal school hour job, spent quite a long time searching for it that didn't exist. And so then happened, was looking for business opportunities and ideas from like coffee carts to all kinds of things, laundromats even. But then up finding on Gumtree, Lunchbox Mini was an existing business already. So found it for sale. It was like up the Sunshine Coast. I'm in Brisbane, so about an hour and a half away. And it was just a side job that they were doing with another job as well and I thought well you know my youngest started prep I've got so many lunches to back ahead of me this kind of business I could definitely run from home so I went up the coast and packed all of the contents of their shop in the boot of my car and came home and thought right this is it we did like an hour handover so yeah that was kind of a very naive me thinking that this was going to be my little part-time and I would have called it a hobby like definitely that was the plan but I think I was so ready for me and the next part of my life that I just like dived straight in and was like I'm going to make this work because I've got so much passion and love and time now that I want to invest in something that are something for me so that's kind of the start yeah. Wow. I can't believe you packed it all into the back of your car and you had a <clears throat> one hour handover. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And even I got home and I'm like, had it all. And then I, so I got the kids in the front yard and took a photo and I just put it on Facebook and I'm like, right. So do I, I just wait now for the orders to like, how does this even work? Yeah. I think it was, it was doing about 20 sales a month. So <gasps> kind of like four to five a week was where it was at when I bought it. Oh my gosh. And would you know off the top of your head now how many orders you send per month or per week? That'd be over a thousand a month. Oh yeah. my God. Yeah. In five years. And did you, like you said that you wanted to make it a success, did you have any sort of picture of what success looked like or did you just kind of have a feeling like what was it that you wanted to achieve or you didn't know yet? Yeah, that's a good question. I think success looked like I could do my own thing and earn my own money and contribute. I guess I felt having not contributed for such a long time, being a mum at home financially, yes. <laughs> it was time for me, I, well, not time, but I just wanted to show that I could contribute something. And if I could, I guess for me, success back then was that I could have my own business that would earn just as much if not more than what I would earn working for somebody else yeah I think because I knew I was so ready I didn't want to be pouring all of myself into a job for someone else 
So yeah. that was kind of the whole thing was if I could have my own and I knew, and yeah, I knew how much I wanted something now or something then, I'd make it work and at least I could reap the rewards from that. Yes, totally. And passion, I mean, it's so vital, but it takes so much more than passion, doesn't it, to, to grow a business? And you would know that. Like you've focused a lot on marketing and brand and community from day one. What was what was your first step in marketing? Was it an Instagram profile or was it like Facebook? It's funny because when I did the handover with the owner, I the old owner, I said to him, like, you know, was the, the husband who did the handover with me, and I said, Do you think I should do like a post that says, you know? you've sold and I'm now because they didn't have any of their family or self on their marketing and and he's he said to me no I think you know people don't really like change so I think just kind of we'll just pretend that you know you just take over and just keep things will keep chugging along as they have and and I completely oblivious and I was like yeah okay that sounds like a fair enough reason like no one wants to necessarily see change or whatever and so I didn't for a good kind of two, three months, didn't actually put myself or say that there'd been a change in hands. But I started to do like some online kind of marketing. I was part of some marketing groups and stuff. And they was kind of saying, you know, it was all about introducing yourself on stories and having a presence and being the face of your business. And so I learned I, from then I thought if I'm going to make a goal of this, I, it's true, I need, you know, I prefer to buy off and I follow people on Instagram and Facebook who I know the faces of and feel like I know them so I kind of need to do that too so Instagram stories was where I started and I heard the advice very early on that you just kind of talk on your stories as if you're talking to your best friend like talk Mm -hmm. about so this morning like you know I put the wrong I cut the strawberry the wrong way Mm -hmm. and my daughter was on the floor for 10 minutes and apparently we'll never eat strawberries for the rest of her life and so just those kind of stories that I would tell my friends because I've had you know such a shit of a morning or whatever that other mums can relate to and I, I definitely am a bit different with what I share now and I look back at those stories so early on and just cringe and think oh my goodness I shared so much of my life shared so much of my kids growing up but that was it like that was the kind of thing for me I guess is that I always just thought I was talking to my best friend as if having an event or a you know celebrating wins or whatever Mm. that was how it started. Mm. And I mentioned before we started hitting record that there's still so much resistance with women around video and sharing online or getting in front of the camera putting their face to camera talking to camera why do you think that is or why do you think you never had a problem with it? Did you just kind of think, oh, stuff it, you know, I've got to do something or? I definitely had, yeah, I definitely had nerves early on. I definitely felt nervous about the thought, but it definitely got to a point as well where I was like, I actually don't care what people think. You can either, I mean, I don't, I'm not being really controversial. Like it's not like I'm weighing in on all kinds of things that people may hate anyway, but I just was of the opinion you can watch and keep watching and we can, you know, build this really awesome relationship via social media or whatever, or you cannot. And I doesn't, you know, I am me and this is what I'm doing. And if it does not resonate with you, then that's totally okay. And yeah, I mean, I've definitely had a share of more so people who like to comment on things saying, Oh, I'm like, like you didn't put butter on your sandwich or you're such a, mm. so stingy. Like this, I didn't put enough honey. My God, that went viral because people were so 
distraught from or distressed about my kids not having enough honey on their sandwich. Absolutely. So that kind of stuff you just roll your eyes at. But no, as far as me talking to, about things, I just I just had to. It, I think it really helps if you think you are talking to people who you already have relationships yeah. with, who respect you, who doesn't care what yeah. you muck up or whatever. And yeah, yeah, that was more yeah how I, the spin I put on it. Yeah, and I totally agree. And I, you know, I say this to to people all the time, like you if if you don't get in front of the video if you know on instagram and if you're not putting yourself out there because you're worried what people think you're you won't get the momentum and you won't get the sales so what would you rather people think oh look at her what is she doing or would you like money in the bank because that's what it comes down to and the majority of the time is though people want to support you like yeah. they just want to know more about you. So they're not there sitting there, oh, my goodness, look what she's wearing or look how I can't believe she said that or she pronounced that wrong. Yeah. I've had so many mispronunciations. But it's they want they want to see you because they want to support you. They want yeah. to know who they're supporting and buying from and get to know your business from a day-to-day life and what's going on and how you've got to be where you are. And also you're helping them, like, you know, that, that's what you, you've built your business on helping mums make decisions, helping mums improve their lunches and also connecting with them with, like on that relationship basis. So if if you look at selling as helping, it completely removes that whole, oh, you know, I'm being too pushy, am I being too salesy? Just help people and you'll be amazed. They will rally behind you, that they will support you. They'll choose you over a million other places that they can buy from. And that goes to the same. Like, whoever's got the clearest message will win because yeah. you've just got to paint the picture. And I think the biggest thing that I learned very quickly is when people were buying lunch boxes, you know, they could buy the $5 one from Kmart or they could spend $40 on a young box or a little lunchbox code. But then they looked at them and online and just had no idea. Like, if I'm going to spend 40 bucks, which one do I get? Like, it was just, there's so many brands, so many sizes, so many types. I just didn't want to make the wrong decision. So that was when I decided that video is going to be my easiest and most effective way of comparing products side by side and telling you because there's no one size fits all lunchbox for every child. So it's, you know, if your child is a big eater or snacker or grazer or likes, hates sandwiches, likes hot food, or, you know, if this is what you're packing, this is what you need. So that's how I started. And I, yeah, went out by doing, I went live every week on Facebook, which kind of just made me a cannibal and just then had started this really, um, great following people who would just 10 a.m. every Tuesday tune in to hear me talk about who knows what every week. But yeah, that's how it started. Yeah. And it's just gone from strength to strength since then. So when Reels came in, you started absolutely nailing Reels. TikTok, you're going viral on TikTok. It's crazy. You've just got such a knack for it. Whenever I have students come into Ecom Grow Strong, I say, this is one account and one person you need to go follow to learn how to sell on video because she has built quite literally a million dollar business through video. Yeah. Like, how good is that? If that's not inspiring, I don't know what is. Yeah, definitely. And I guess the biggest thing with video as well is that there's so many ways you can repurpose video too and it, you just keep reusing. So when someone asks me a question, what's the difference between these two or what would you recommend for my son who's 10? I've got that many videos we can just send. I've got a team who can send links to. So it just makes it so much more efficient and they don't 
age. Like it's just that evergreen content that you can always refer to. Absolutely. So it's an investment. Your time is, you know, doing that product walkthrough may take a little practice and it may take half an hour, maybe even longer. But if you can turn that into an email campaign, a blog post, customer service, asset, um, many, many things, an ad, you know, a Facebook ad, then it's a worthwhile investment and you just need to get over yourself. Whatever it is that's stopping you, work through it, get over it and start doing video. I think the first thing that I found as well when I was doing weekly lives and videos is that I would then kind of not expect but kind of hope that I'd get, you know, a rush of sales after my video. I'd talk about these products and how amazing and then I'd kind of sit going, okay, so when yeah. is someone going to order? And they don't necessarily order then and there. Um, but I think it was leading into back to school. I'd done like weeks and weeks of video and then as soon as it hit kind of Black Friday and November, December, it, my sales were just like through the roof and it just so it just cemented to me that even if you're doing these things and it doesn't feel like within hours or days you're getting instant results, it sits there. Like it definitely, it, it's memorable. People do remember it. So that was definitely a big eye-opener for me. Yes. And I love that. Like, you know, we've got to make, we've got to bring that to the surface more. Um, It's not one single thing that's going to see that rush of sales. Yes, it might. Like if you worked with an influencer, sometimes that happens or, you know, like you put an offer live, maybe that that's what happens. But quite often with our day-to-day marketing, it's not one reel and it's not one email campaign. It's a collection of everything. And it's the consistency of message, like you said. So even if you go to the trouble to do a live and nothing happens, keep going. You can't stop. Don't get disheartened. Yeah. And even now I'll do something and with one product and then suddenly I'll see people who are buying this whole like cart full of things and it's products that I've been using for the last kind of three or four weeks or whatever. And it's just, yeah, they've just taken a bit of time to need need a few things and then they buy. So don't, yes, don't just cut things off too quick. Yeah. And, you know, your customers are going to be like problem aware at different times of the year and you would know about this because your business is has got like massive peaks around you know Christmas time and January time and back to school time people your customers are going to have different levels of intent at different times of the year so you if you can be strategic about your marketing, you're going to not only leverage the highs, but you can plug in the lows. Hey ladies, interrupting the episode here with a little nudge. We are almost halfway through the year. And the question is, if you are feeling stuck with your marketing and your sales and your progress with your business, how long are you willing to stay stuck? Another six months, another year? If you are feeling overwhelmed with your marketing, if you struggle to find clarity around your messaging, your brand or who your customer is, if you're tired of trying to figure out what marketing tactics to use and when to use them, or you're so frustrated your efforts isn't paying off and you're struggling to see traffic and sales that you hope for, then it's time to take control of your marketing and start seeing results. Ecom Grow Strong, my 12-week group coaching program and course, opens up to the waitlist in June. If you're on the waitlist, you will save $200 off the price and get extra juicy bonus. Ecom Grow Strong is designed to help women in the early stages of their online store or product-based business put the essential e-commerce marketing foundations in place and build a thriving organic marketing strategy. That means no more guessing your way to growth. 
it doesn't work. You need a clear, simple, step-by-step plan in order to get more engagement, more traffic, more brand awareness, and more sales and more profit without the stress. So add your name to the wait list. Go to my website, lisaburn.com.au or click the link in the show notes. Pop your name on the wait list and I'll let you know as soon as doors open. And even reflecting on like we go like last year, so what happened around this time last year and what worked really well for us. And so it was a reel about two-minute noodles in a food jar and we literally used the same reel with different music. And it, again, just goes gangbusters because different people people well yeah different audience new audience it reaches different people who maybe a year ago couldn't think of it wouldn't pack noodles for their kids and suddenly you know it resonates with them so that's it and you didn't have to do anything besides change the music so repurpose your reels pull them out of the the cupboard I did this exact same thing this morning i got a reel that was relevant to something that I'm promoting at the moment I pinned it to the top of my profile and now I'm running an ad to it so it's Mm. getting even more bang for my buck that took me like 15 minutes last winter I'm still using it yeah yeah that's so awesome so let's fast forward to the past 12 months you went from retailing other amazing brands to creating your own brand, Crumbs Co. So tell us a little bit about how that went for you. It went incredibly well. It did. It has been kind of two, it was two to probably two years in the making. And it was actually a conversation I had with you that started mm. that. I would yeah. never have thought to have my own product range. And I think you'd said because I had this audience and had this platform that I should consider doing my own products. And I just had no idea because the idea of having my own lunchbox brand or just completely, I wouldn't even know where to start. But I would spend a lot of time in the kitchen and creating and baking and making. And I think you'd said, you know, find something that's a problem for you. Yeah. I was like, think about when you're in the kitchen, what do you use? What's missing? What could you create? Yeah. And then so I, well, yeah, had went through some product samples and things and I had this range planned for like you know oven baking and anyway spent a good year with a manufacturer over in China doing that but then it just couldn't the elements they couldn't get the non-stick part working it was just not working so I kind of had to make the decision to let them go and that was a few thousand dollars I just had to kind of forget about and then move on to a new supplier. And in that time, I had bought myself an air fryer and was loving the air frying life because I actually really hate my oven. But so within that time of having to change suppliers, I actually thought, how amazing would it be to make or bake in my air fryer? Just because I don't have then have to wait for the oven to preheat. It's much faster. You can make in really small batches. So if you wanted to make something in 10 minutes before school, you could. A lot of people don't have the freezer space to be batch baking. Just really simple recipes that you could just use in your air fryer. Um, so that kind of came to mind. And then, yeah, so then the whole range of Crumbs Co. then became air fryer baking. So reusable baking mats for your, because I used to use, well, I do use baking mats in my ovens. I thought you really, this would be great in the air fryer because it would be much easier to clean and non-stick and all of that. And then, yeah, having baking moulds that fit into our bento size lunch boxes because they're often quite small. And if you bake big muffins, you're having to cut them in half or cut them into pieces to make mm. them fit. So it's all, they're all designed to fit into our lunch boxes. So it was a great kind of combination and speaking to our audience our existing audience and then yeah baking in the air fryer just yeah 
was where it was I thought that's where what I want to do so mm-hmm. and how did you create the launch campaign what what did you yeah well it's actually because it was so long in the making I don't I haven't really said much but about this but it actually arrived in November of 2021 the products arrived but that's kind of our massive back to school season so it all arrived we put it all in the warehouse and just kind of shelved it to the side while we did back to school season and then it wasn't until July, I think I was quite nervous about how to launch it, what to do with it. I needed lots of time to kind of work out, right, what's mm. going to be my launch strategy. So we didn't actually launch it for seven months. So it just sat in the warehouse there while I tried to get my together. <laughs> but no, there's a launch process. We had lots of little teasers and the launch itself, I did a video every night, for three nights, revealing the product, showing how it would work, how it fits in lunch boxes on the third night we then opened up sales. So that was in July last year. And I was just having a look before. So I think that night we did 250 sales for the for the Crumbs Co products, which was really great. Mm-hmm. We sold out of two of our best, two of our products kind of eight weeks later. And then we weren't able to get more stock made available until January. So we had another launch then in January. We added some more products to the range as well. And that launch night we did over 750 orders oh my god uh, and we've sold out again of two or three main products so we're now in may and should have a restock next month and more products arriving in july wow safe yeah. to say you you hit the nail on the head with it and having obviously having a captive audience who would be ready to buy has helped you with that what has what else would you say has been like the number one success factor for your crumbs co range yeah i definitely think we did it backwards like having the you know selling other people's products first and then selling mine but yes i guess just just being relatable showing like video the power of video to show why you would use it so show how easy it is to use it and also we had magnets the second release so people especially people who don't wouldn't classify themselves as bakers or don't have much luck or make time for baking in the kitchen or using the oven. So we had these little magnets of recipes that are honestly like six ingredients for cupcakes, chocolate brownies, banana bread, so easy that you don't have them in your pantry already and the quantities are exactly what will suit the mould. So it was kind of hand in hand. This is your easy done for you way to bake at home using our products. Yeah. So you gave them a great product, but you also gave them an even like an even faster way to get the best out of them through that freebie magnet. Yeah, although they did pay. Well, we had had bundles with the magnets, yep. but you, but the magnets were also an add-on. So I actually bought it was actually a great item to purchase. Yeah, like, yeah money maker as well. Oh, good. Get your average order value up. Love yes. it. Yeah. And you mentioned while we were talking about your back to school season and also you know black friday is big for you as well and pre-christmas is big for you and you know leveraging that seasonality so you and i we've played with a few different strategies for back to school over the years but we've kind of stuck to the same you know formula probably for about four years haven't we yeah yeah the back to school market what's the official name for it yeah market week So talk us through a little bit about that, about how you leverage your community videos in that hot 
buying season? So market week, I guess a lot of people who class would who I would call as well highly organized, they often buy in kind of October, November, mm-hmm. December for lunchbox products. So they do a lot of research and they, you know, they I kind of find that being organized, they know what they're doing. And so that's definitely a hot time for us leading into Christmas. Come January, those who kind of left it to January, which was which is so me, all the back to school stuff I don't even want to think about till after Christmas. And a lot of people who are le- who are leaving it to January and who start the month or getting ready for school and think I just have no idea what to get like what tell me like tell me what I need I need I want to just have it done and so my lunches are going to be as easy as efficient as organized as possible for me at home you know this term so market week is kind of five days of videos live demonstrations we do giveaways kind of covering a different topic each day of the week so it might be like one day I'll be they lunch boxes for small eaters, lunch boxes for big eaters, and then we talk about drink bottles, all the different brands, the types, the sizes, what you what I'd recommend for what ages, and then we do lunch bags as well. Again, comparing our biggest sellers, the different sizes, what fits inside what, and people can ask questions, have them answered live in real time, and then yeah, at the end of the week we kind of end with a bit of a bang as well so I kind of wanted to make an event of our back to school season for those who are not quite ready and just be a bit different and offer something different to what everyone else is doing and help I guess my biggest thing is wanting to help and make you feel confident that you're making the right decision yes yes and you know at the end of the day your marketing strategy and your growth strategy has always come down to knowing your customers and their pain points helping them solve that through really fun, good quality video. And I feel like you've really led the way in in your niche around that. Like you were the first one doing those market weeks. You were the first brand really nailing all the video content like you have done. And, you know, over the years you've had people, I would say, try to mimic you a little bit in your space. And, you know, you've constantly stayed ahead of the game and, constantly innovated and constantly thought, what else can I do? What else does my community want? And I guess you're going through a new sort of refresh at the moment, aren't you? Tell us a little bit about that. I am. I do kind of, I do think that we are very different to any other in my industry. Um, And I am wanting that reflected in everything that we do as far as our brand, our messaging so, yeah, we are having a bit of a refresh, bit of a um, logo tweak, um, a bit more George of a tweak, up. actually. Yeah, George up. Having some new copywriting done and new website, just I'm so excited for where we're going with it because it's going to be so different to what we look like on the outside now, but so me, so us, and so different to everybody else. Totally. And because you were in my mastermind last year and, you know, we're going through all the motions, you know, making sure your email's sorted, making sure, you know, your video and content's going great, coming up with campaign ideas. But there was always this thing in the background, like, you know, we wanted, and you particularly, you know, we just never felt as if we really, really nailed your brand positioning. Like it was, it was there and it was absolutely working, but I think if we got really down to the heart of it, it never really felt just right for you, did it? And I think I've also evolved as a person and a brand and I'm much more confident in my space and know where I am now. So I feel like now is a great time to really hone in on that. And 
yeah, there are others who've had rebrands who are quite similar, using similar words to us and or to Lunchbox Mini. And I just have, have had reports of customers who are confused between the two businesses and I just need to completely cut ties and move on to bigger and better and, you know, put our own stamp on our own um, brand of Lunchbox Mini. So, yeah, really excited about where we're heading with that. Yeah, absolutely. You can't copy or mimic what's uniquely your flavour as the founder. And, and the fact that you've been able to step into that confidence is so important because you'll be able to pave the way for the next version of Lunchbox Mini and yourself. You know, good luck copying that other people. Yeah. <laughs> yes, great. Yeah. And, you know, and I guess this is a takeaway for people. Like if you feel like you've you're too similar to someone or, you know, you're, there's competitors mimicking you, you know, don't be afraid to step into that new version of your brand. Yeah, you can't copy what's uniquely your vision. I'm yeah. so excited to see what you're cooking up. It's all, it's all coming together, photo shoots and, yeah, website, colours, especially the copywriting. That is so exciting. It's been a pleasure working with you for such a long period of time, seeing the evolution of your brand. From your point of view, what's it, what kind of benefits have you experienced from being able to work with a, the same coach over and over and over again? Yeah, I think when I reached out to you, I hadn't had a one-on-one coach before and I also have been really alone in this whole business ownership thing. Because it because I came into the business the way that I did and I have done it all from home up until recently, but I don't really have a group of other business owners or women in similar spaces at all. Mm. And so I when I reached out to you and started working with you, it was just invaluable having someone who took the time to really delve into my business, who had experience working with others and kind of yeah, knew exactly what my strengths were, what I needed to work on. Um, and at any time throughout, no matter, you know, throughout the years or whenever to have you and be able to say, you know, we're thinking about doing this. What do you think about that? And because you are so in my business, you you know everything. Yeah. Uh, and just having a second opinion or you can get so caught. I know I've emailed you a few times, like having moments. <laughs> um, but you can just get so caught up in your own head, in your own business, doing all the things as you are as a business owner that it's, you really, it's really hard sometimes to take a step outside take a step back and to have someone who is also doesn't just know your business but you're also very invested in my business and I have felt that from the start like you are an epic cheerleader and so no I've really appreciated having someone just there who is really gunning for me as well um, but able to offer really great advice that I wouldn't necessarily see myself yeah oh it's been so fun you know yeah, so much fun coming up with ideas for your business. And I think what you said about, you know, you're so busy in the day-to-day, you don't have a group of people. Like, I don't know about you, but with young kids, I don't have a second to go see my own friends, let alone go to events or co- like networking events, things like that. It just doesn't happen. So if you've got someone that you can tap into or send an email to, not necessarily at an event, 
Like it just makes life so much easier. Yeah. Oh, look, those kind of business events, like I'd be, I'm so nervous about going those kind of things on my own. And I just definitely have, yeah, had working with you has just been invaluable and had saved me so much heartache and time and such great advice. Oh, oh, it's been so good. And do not get rid of me anytime soon. (laughs) Sniffing around. Sending you random emails at night. Going, you should probably think about this. And <laughs> I do wonder sometimes if you if you actually ever switch off. Because yeah, it's oh. nice. It's nice having yeah. You see, and even like our prize wheel that we had for our fifth birthday, we had this really cool prize wheel where everyone in store would spin our wheel and win a prize. And that was something you'd sent to me one night because you'd seen it somewhere. I love that. Yeah. Well, you, you're the best person to send it to because I know you're just going to go okay. And go and do it. <laughs> Off on eBay, I went and bought one like that night. <laughs> yeah, that was hilarious. Well, I hope it worked. It's been so good speaking with you. And, you know, like I said before, you're the perfect person to look at as inspiration that, you know, with a car, with a bootload of random products five years ago, and now you're in a warehouse, you need a bigger warehouse. You've got a team of what, five? amazing yeah there's five of us now they're Monday to Friday and they look like fantastic people that you've been able to hire which is such a win oh totally and I just love especially it's because it's the job that I was looking for way back when of doing a school hour job that was could be flexible and um, can work around your kids and I love that I can now provide that to local mums as well now oh full circle how good is that Yay. All right. Well, you keep us posted on what you're doing and all the fun stuff that's happening in your world. And we'll keep following you for amazing video inspiration. Sounds great. Thanks for tuning into another episode of the e-commerce marketing society podcast. If you'd like to keep getting juicy marketing goodness into your ears each week, hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. Plus, I'm, of course, so grateful for a five-star rating and review, which means I can keep supporting you through this podcast. If you'd like to be a part of one of my programs this year, either Ecom Grow Strong or Ecom Scale Strong, head over to my website, lisaburn.com.au and get in touch with me there or over on Instagram at lisaburnmarketing. And I cannot wait to chat with you. Love, love,